On this episode of the TH Talks podcast, the right opportunity and the right fit will come. And just repeating that mantra over and over again, and really looking at my thoughts and trying to reframe the situation so it feels as though I'm the protagonist of my story arc, right? Because aren't we all in our, indi- in our own individual lives, the protagonists of our stories? So instead of having a, a victim mindset, I want to have that victor mindset. You are now tuned into the TH Talks podcast, the medium for personal growth and self-development as we are on the path to become a greater version of ourselves. I will be your host, TH. What is good, everybody? We are back again with another episode of the TH Talks podcast. And we always start off with our moment of gratitude. So thank you all for listening. I really do appreciate it. All the support, all the feedback lights up my soul that I have so many listeners and you all are getting a lot of great value out of this podcast. It means a lot to me. So once again, I'm very grateful for you all. Thank you. Thank you. So it's getting a little warmer too in Massachusetts, which I love to see. The sunshine's coming out, going on some walks. And that, just that sunlight revitalizes my soul, really uplifts my mood, getting a little tan as well. Things are starting to change. And I'm actually, that's actually a good segue into the topic of today's podcast. But before that, we always give a shout out and credit to Jaded Eye for providing all the intro and outro music. You can find Jaded Eye on IG at Jaded Eye Beats and also at Spotify, on Spotify, I should say at Jaded Eye, two separate words. For IG, the Jaded Eye beats is all one word, but for Spotify, the Jaded Eye is two separate words. But as I was saying, is I've been going through uh, some changes lately as well, and that really inspired the topic of today's podcast, which is going to be navigating through change, dealing with change, coping with change. How can we progress through a, a point of transition within our life? And the basic breakdown of this episode will be an overview of change. So I'll give you a little personal anecdote of change within my life. Then we're going to move on to some tips to, to help cope with change and also some closing thoughts just wrapping everything up. So without further ado, let's get into it. Segment number one, an overview of change. Now, you probably heard this phrase a lot of times within your life, but the only thing constant within life is change. It's kind of an ironic way to put it, but it's, it's absolutely true. We see it throughout nature, through evolution, through the seasons, through the weather. We see it throughout our life too, throughout getting older. And overall, this world, this experience that we have within this human body is full of change. Change can come from where we're working, maybe where we live, maybe a change in relationship. And there's been a lot of change within our lives, especially over the past year with everything. That's, that's definitely for certain, for sure. But oftentimes, 
we might have a feeling to reject change, even though it's so natural within our life. And that's because as human beings, we seek comfort, we seek safety, we seek security and structure. And when a change happens, that's the antithesis of it. The change might have, we might have fear around that change. We might feel anxious about it. We might feel uncertain. We might not feel safe within ourselves. Therefore, because of that, we tend to reject change, or at least sometimes. But some change is what we control, right? We can control some change. Maybe we're moving to a new job. We want to move to a new place. This is something that we decide to do. And that can be, even though it still can be stressful, it's a lot less stressful than change of what we can't control, such as something happening to us. Maybe we lost a job. Maybe someone broke up with us. You know, maybe we lost a loved one. Something that we had no control over that just happened to us. But we have to remember that that change is going to happen within our lives, as I'm sure all of you have experienced. And how we deal with that change, how we adapt to it, is going to shape how we live our life. It's going to have a direct impact on our happiness, on our peace, and our resiliency to bounce back. Being better day in and day out is going to rely on how well we deal with change. And this brings me perfectly to the next segment to, to give you an example to bring into life. Segment number two, story time. So there was a point in my life, it's about a two year period, maybe two and a half year period where I experienced a lot of change. And don't get me wrong, I want to preface this by saying that I'm very fortunate and very privileged within my life. And a lot of people have gone through a lot more change and a lot more heartbreak and a lot more traumatic experiences than I ever will. And I want to be empathetic to that. But nevertheless, I went through a time in my life where there was a lot of change and it took a lot of adapting and a lot of soul searching to be able to progress through it in a way that I could come out at the end of that and be a better version of myself. And this started, I would say, after I graduated graduate school into about two, two and a half years after that. See, when I graduated and got my master's degree, it felt great to finally be done school and I had a master's degree. It, it did feel as though that it was a certain climax, but, but not, how do I word this? It felt good, but I know that now it's time for the real work to be done because now I have to go out into the real world and progress. I have to... Uh, obtain financial resources. I have to pay back my student loans. I have to transition. I had to transition to working, you know, forty plus hours a week when I was used to in college, where I used to study a lot, you know, see my friends. I was an athlete as well, and all my focus was in a few different areas in my life. But now it was focus. I had to focus on going to work each day in and day out. And so, like a lot of people, when they graduate college. I had a hard time finding a job, I'm talking many applications, many interviews, and then just crickets. A lot of ghosting went on, man. And I am not a ghostbuster. I do not like that. But a lot of radio silence, 
it was a lot of rejection and it was a lot of me trying to figure out what exactly I want to do within my life. And all that, I was living in the basement, my mother's house. And as great as my mom is, and I love her so much, that's just not where I wanted to be at that age. So I had this pressure to get out and go into the world. But at the same time, it was so hard to get a job. But luckily, with enough perseverance, enough charm, enough luck as well, I was able to accept the job. Then I moved. Fast forward, eight months later, I had a real hard time adjusting. Just the day in, the day out, what I was doing. I felt like it was taking from me, it was draining from me, and it wasn't rewarding in the way I thought it would be originally. So I decided to quit my job for personal and also mental health reasons and just take a break from work. I had some money saved up and I just needed a break, needed some time off. So I took two months off to soul search. And this gets into a little bit of uh, the story or the time I've talked about in previous podcasts where I took those two months off. But since the money was running low, I had to find a, a job just to pay the bills. So I worked in a warehouse as delivery and also in the sales floor, the sales floor of a furniture store. And even though I was very grateful for it, like I was saying before, moving furniture in that hot ass truck in the middle of the summer was an experience. Doing that manual labor for the money I was making, that was not, just was not for me. Not for me at all. So I decided to make another change within my life. I decided to move to Boston. And when I did that at the end of the summer, after working at the furniture place for, for two months, that was probably the biggest change that I experienced. Because I was in Maine my whole entire life. I grew up there. I went to college there. So for all 24 years of my life, I was a Mainer. That's all I knew, but I wanted to experience something different. I wanted to be in a place with more diversity, in a place where it was more culturally diverse. I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow as an individual. So I moved to Boston, and once again, I didn't have a job. I signed my twelve. I signed a twelve-month lease, no job, and I was looking again. And rejection came and came and came. I was very. Very used to it at that point. Rejection came a lot. I want want to stop right there before I get myself in trouble without phrasing, but you know what I mean. I dealt with a lot of rejection during that period of time when I was trying to find a job, but I got one and I was extremely happy at first. But once again, about five months down the road, I hated it. I, in, in, in the, and the thing about this job was is that I didn't like it and I was so bad at it. At least in my previous job, I was really good as an account manager, but essentially at this job, it was cold calling people every day. So I was trying to speak to people who didn't want to talk to me and I had a really hard time with that and I was not hitting my numbers. So five months in, the company said, you know, thank you, but we're going to have to move on. So I was in Massachusetts once again, jobless, just a, a few thousand dollars in my bank, and I had to live off unemployment just to get by when I was searching for more jobs. So once again, going through change, going through uncertainty, going through fear of how will I be able to continue to live down here 
if I don't find employment soon. Because unemployment, God bless the state of Massachusetts for giving me some money, but it wasn't going to pay all my bills and, and nor did I want to stay on for that long because I do, I do want to be a contributing member to society and I do find a lot of pride in work and being able to, to not take essentially money from other people if I don't absolutely need it. So very appreciative of the safety net. But once again, I, I want to get back to, to working. So another round of rejections, went through a lot of interviews, went through a lot of resumes and the and applying to different places. They finally got a temporary job. Now, this temp job was three months, but at the end of it, I had the opportunity to be brought on as a full-time employee at that job. So it was very, it was a relief but just for a certain period of time because I still had to deal with a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety about what if I didn't make the cut. And mind you, after being fired, it's I was extremely humbled by that experience. So I did the best I could at that job to ensure that they would offer me. And they did, which was extremely, I was extremely happy about. But because they offered me and because I was staying within the greater Boston area, I then had to move because my lease was running up, running out. So I decided to move into a studio and I was very grateful that my mother and my sister helped me move and it was going great for that day. We moved everything in, got everything in my studio apartment, set everything up nice, had a really good recliner. It was so comfortable. But that night, it was late at night. I still remember it. I going into my bathroom and all I saw were cockroaches. And that made it very clear to me that that apartment complex that I was in was full of cockroaches, infested with roaches. And God damn, those things are nasty. I never seen a cockroach before. And for some reason, I just didn't handle it very well. And I felt trapped. And that was a point in my life where my anxiety was running high. And I just wanted to get out of there. And of course, the uh, the office management wasn't extremely helpful per se, and they didn't do a good job at eliminating them. So once again, I decided to make the choice to move. And that was just for my own sanity, because I think at that point in time, I may have had a phobia or something. Looking back at it, I kind of laugh at it because I'm not, it's not that bad anymore, my fear. But I think that at that point in time, I really did have a phobia and it was it was rough for that month, but I decided to move. I actually gave my notice, even though they have a no-break lease clause, essentially, but I was able to persuade them into breaking my lease early, move somewhere else, and actually signed the paperwork to move somewhere else before I broke the lease, just to complete, uh, put my faith within the universe, and the universe provided, as it usually does, and then I moved again. So that transition, I actually had to move. It was in August, late August. And then I moved again in late September uh, to the, my new place, the place I had right now. And that whole transition phase, that two and a half year period was just full with a lot of change. And just running through that, I was like, wow, that I didn't deal with a lot during that time. And I say that to you is because 
a lot of me being able to get through that was absolutely paramount in my life. And I found that I've learned a lot of great lessons from it. And from that period, I also wanted to share some tips, share some pieces of advice to help people who want to be able to deal with change a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? And so I actually accepted a new job recently, which I'm really excited about. And I start next week. So that'll be another point of change within my life, but it's a good change. I have a little bit of anxiety, but I'm also really excited for it. So really looking for the next step, but let's get back to segment number three, which is going to be some tips and tactics. Segment number three, tips to cope with change. Now, this is just going to be three really easy, quick tips to help you navigate and deal with change. And we'll start with the first one. Tip number one, reframing your mind. This is something that really helped me during that two-year period, two-and-a-half-year period that I was going through, was really looking at the situation and thinking to myself, how can I change my mindset so this is easier for me? Especially when I was job hunting, being rejected that many times, it, it can really eat at your soul. So I would, would think to myself, just tell myself that you're going to get a job, you're going to find employment, all will be well. Just believe in yourself, believe in your ability, the right opportunity and the right fit will come. And just repeating that mantra over and over again, and really looking at my thoughts and trying to reframe the situation so it feels as though I'm the protagonist of my story arc, right? Because aren't we all in our ind- in our own individual lives, the protagonists of our stories. So instead of having a, a victim mindset, I want to have that victor mindset. I want to take responsibility for where I was and also have the power to change it and reframe my mind so it worked for me rather than against me because I knew that it's just a matter of time before something good happened to me. I, as long as I put in the work, as long as I took that, that step, the universe would take a step towards me. And that's what I believed. And I think that just having that empowering mindset and reframing, being able to reframe your mind is, is really helpful, at least to, to help a person find a little bit more peace or a little bit more security during a, a process which can be filled with uncertainty. Tip number two, be proactive. Anytime that you're going through change, think to yourself, especially if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety, think to yourself, what can you do right now? So say if you're moving, you know, you might think about all the things, all the shit you got to do in order to move. It can be a lot. It's a hassle. But just make a quick list of all the things that you can slowly do. Like maybe you need boxes. Maybe you need to rent the U-Haul. Maybe you need to call your family to help out. You know, just do little tiny things that, that you can break down because a lot of times we feel the anxiety because it's just so much that we have to do and we're uncertain about it. But by being proactive and doing little things, it actually puts us back in the moment and it gives us that sense of accomplishment for each little thing that we can slowly check off. So so definitely think about all the things that you can do now and keep your Keep your body busy 
because by keeping your body busy, you're going to be more present and more in the moment and being proactive about it, which will definitely, or it should lessen your anxiety around it. And moving on to the final tip, and moving on to the final tip, seek support if you need it. Definitely during that that time period in my life, I leaned on my friends, my my family. If you need to even seek therapy, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it's definitely encouraged. But we have a lot of support systems around us and we're definitely not alone. So having that support really makes us feel safe and it really lessens the anxiety and it helps us just be able to breathe, being able to to feel that that comfort feeling from the people around us. Because as human beings, we are very social creatures and we all need each other, especially people we have deep connections with. It's a very powerful force. So please, please do not be afraid to, to seek support. I know I definitely did when I was going through my changes. So if you're going through something, maybe it's a change that, that you wanted or it's a change that just kind of happened to you, definitely reach out to your mother, your father, your, your close friends, just people who you know will be there and that have you and that fully support you and will fully show up for you. It can make all the difference to know that you're not in this alone. So once again, wrapping up the tips, one is reframe your mind. How can you look at this situation so you can become better from it, so you can become stronger from it? Tip number two, be proactive. Make a list of what you can do now and then just slowly start checking it off. It will bring back a sense of control and it will lessen your anxiety. Tip number three, seek support. You know, get, reach out to the friends and family in order to feel safe and supported. You know, those are three really quick, easy tips that you can do that definitely helps with change. Now, the final segment, which are just the closing thoughts. As I was saying earlier, life is full of change. And as human beings, ironically, we love comfort because it brings security. But we have to learn how to adapt to change. It's going to be a necessity within our life. In order to get where we want to be, in order to transform, that transition is going to be filled with change. And sometimes it can be very painful. And now I'm not talking just physically. I'm talking about mentally as well. You're going to be uncomfortable, but know that that life is meant to embrace change because it happens to all of us and it's okay to be anxious about it. It's okay to feel insecure or uncertain about it. That's a very human feeling, but it all depends on how you approach change. You know, how, what are you going to do to ease your mental state? What are you going to do to really tackle it and embrace it? Because once you learn to adapt to that given change, you you start to feel a sense of confidence, a, a sense of certainty. And you get to a certain point to know that, hey, I've survived everything that my past has brought me and all the changes that came with it. And I came out a better person. I can do it right now as well. I think having that mindset is extremely empowering and extremely helpful. And like I was saying, do you certain use your, your support system as well. Friends and family can be great. So with all that being said, 
We're all going to go through change. It's all good. Because at the end of the day, it will make us better. It will make us stronger. It will make us more resilient. And it's all part of becoming the best version of ourselves. And life is a journey. Life is a progression. It's full of change. And that's all good. Because we're going to embrace it. And we're going to be a better person because of it. And with that, we're going to end this episode. So once again, thank you all for listening. I love you with all my heart. Got nothing but love and life for you, soul fam. This one's a little longer. I think it's about a little, few minutes longer. But it's all good, though. It's all good, though. So, with love and light, TH is out. Much love, y'all. Thank you.